welcome to Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt. And I'm Greg Burmeister. And Greg, are you excited about today's episode? I'm pretty episode? excited. I'm pretty, pretty excited. fucking excited about today's episode, too. Ian, are you excited about today's episode? No. Oh, man. <laughs> well, two out of three. Yeah, two out of three. Man. Well, welcome uh, to the podcast, Ian. It's great to have you. Ian Thank Hunt, you. Uh, hilarious comedian and creator of uh, Good For You, the stand-up comedy show that uh, we've both produced for almost uh, a decade in a month or in a month no in a week in a mm-hmm. week yeah that's and look where we are now look where we are now <laughs> on my podcast uh so what made you uh, want to start that show back oh. in back in 2013 um does anybody care about that really i don't know we'll see i mean <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I I wanted to do stand up, but I didn't. You were a coward at the time. I had done it. Okay, so maybe but not a coward. Though. I couldn't. I couldn't handle bombing, and I also was working like overnight shifts, so I couldn't really do it. So I was like, I'll just produce a show. Yeah, and then watch. You know. My favorite comedians. Yeah. And then, like, you could maybe jump in later on, I guess. Was that always the plan? That or? wasn't really the plan at the beginning. Oh, okay. I was just like, you know, we'll have a show. We'll watch, uh, you know, Mark Norman or whoever the fuck. You yeah. Know? Whoever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, how'd you come up with the name? Because you um, came up with a name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. At the time, I was thinking about, like, uh, skateboarding videos, you know? Just like, thinking about them. I was just thinking about them. It's just, you know. Just daydreaming at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, Yeah Right? You ever see Yeah Right? I don't think so. No, I'm not. It's, I'm not super familiar a, with skateboard uh, stuff. Skate, skate video, but like they always had like titles that were like, I don't know, phrases or what that didn't mean anything. And people, mm-hmm. you know, so you good for you that. means nothing. It's like, well, people, you used to say ask. It, you used to say it to me all the time when I like I would come to you with what something that I thought was cool or like good news, and you'd just be like, "Good for you." you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Like, in a very in a not like you weren't yeah. very excited kind of way, and you would always send that video. Of what's that actor? Oh, um, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, what movie is that from? Mm. American Psycho. No, it's, uh, he's like no. in a car. He's like, oh, good for you. <laughs> I don't think he's in a car. Is he not in a car? Maybe he's not. In a car. I don't know. It's maybe, not really maybe it's Batman. Whatever. He's yelling at somebody. Yes, I'd say <laughs> he's like freaking oh, out. It's not okay. So it's not a scene from a movie. It's like a behind the no, scenes. No, no. He's oh. like this fucking guy. Walking in front of the lights, and oh, you're a professional. Good for you, or whatever he oh, says. Oh wow, okay, so yeah. it's so it's named after a Christian male yeah, no, meltdown. It's not, it's not named after anything. It's just like a, you know, um, comedy shows are always named something terrible. Oh my like, god, yeah. Stand up to stand out, or whatever yeah. the fuck. And you're like, Dude, lame. who cares? This just, woke comedy just throw bullshit. it away. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? I don't know. Uh, you uh, you came. You, did you draw the logo? Who drew the logo? Uh, nobody drew it. It's just a font on the internet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was some custom shit. I mean, oh it's custom. I found the font. It's just a font? I found it. Oh, okay. like, I thought like Reese drew it or something. No, Reese, I was like, I didn't want to pay for it. And Reese knows how to do stuff. Okay. So I was like, like figure out a way to get me this font without me. And then he just sent me back the logo. I was oh like, all right, God, great. So Download the Adobe font pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, what made you want to involve me in it? Because you didn't have to. Oh, man. I don't know. This When did we do this? Like 10, yeah. 11 years ago? I don't, <laughs> well, yeah. Do uh, you seem like you'd be on board? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you nailed it. It seemed like you'd help me do it. Uh, and then also, like, you, would ha- you had the idea way before we started doing it, obviously. And then uh, I, I found Cantina. And then, like, what, do you remember when I showed it to you and, like, what you thought immediately of it? 
as as like uh, as far as like a venue goes. As, as far yeah, as I think goes. I liked it. It was uh, expensive. We had to right. pay a fuckload yeah. of money just to like rent it out every every month. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars, right? Okay, to sh- to like have a show with no real purpose or right. like it's not like a business <laughs> or anything. It just like hemorrhages money, <laughs> so just, we could like have a hangout and like you know what did, watch comedy. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. So how much we paid? You you paid <laughs> you paid like two hundred fifty for the first how many shows? Many. I don't know. Really? It was like a uh, couple years, right? No. I think so. No I think way. it went pretty no, pretty far. No, 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 no. Like pretty pretty fast we switched it around. Julio's- no, we we left because it cost so much money. No, dude, I think he was paying us before no. we left. Yeah, no, we left, I thought, to try to... We're getting way ahead of ourselves, but uh, we left, I thought, to try to just make more money by selling booze ourselves without a liquor license. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, yes. I think that's... Uh, I don't remember. But, like, but then he started paying... He started paying us, and then he started... Sometimes. Well, right. And then he started overpaying us, and then he'd get mad at us. He was like, you didn't make that much, and I paid you this much. He's like, well, we didn't even ask you for yeah, this why amount. Why did you yeah, pay yeah. You decided to start paying us, But, I mean, he'd up. go months without paying yeah, us anything. And he'd be real late about it, but yeah. uh, what an <laughs> asshole. Uh, what, did, what, did, uh, what did that show mean, or what did the venue, what did Cantina Royale mean to the show as far as, like, the personality of the show? Because yeah. I always felt like it, like, that was it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, that back room was very, like, I don't know. I was going to say punk rock, but that's gay. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like, it's like, it was like, like cool, man. (laughs) It was a Mexican restaurant with this huge, you know, room in the back that nobody knew about. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, it was cool. We just, uh, there's no, there were no rules. No. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, anything goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people would smoke. Like joints in the audience during yeah. the show. I think yeah, George, every time we set up chairs, we would just find bags of coke <laughs> and Molly. Yeah, did we do? Did we do some? Do we do some found drugs? Did I do some found drugs? I don't remember. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, the stickers are really cool, and you've been putting those up forever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have any more? You out? Yeah, I have some. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna you gonna keep them or are you gonna keep putting them up? I, I when I remember, I throw some in my pocket and throw them up. Cool. You know? Well, what are some of your favorite moments from the show? Oh, God. Uh, I, there was one show where it was, like, packed. Like, there was, it was standing room only. Mm-hmm. And it, it was... I remember Sean Patton was on the show, Dan St. Germain. Um, who else? Uh, Roy Wood Jr. Okay. And there were other people so probably on the an show. anniversary show, I think. Or maybe... Well, I don't even think December. so. December. We had, a, we had like, a December show that Roy Wood Jr. was on, and it was just insane yeah. fucking packed. Yeah. Well, that particular show, like, everybody was just on their shit. Yeah. I think because there were so many people there, everybody was like, you know, I'm not going to fuck around. Yeah. And people would go up, like, Sean Patton went up and had people falling out of their chairs. Yeah. Like, screaming. And then you'd be like, well, nobody's going to top that. And then the next person would go up and do, yeah. like, even better. It was just the perfect yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Harry Condobolo went up in the middle and ate shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. and that kind of set the tone for the second half of the show where Dan St. Germain just got to come back and, like, yeah. fucking hammer home. And then, like, Roy Wood Jr. was, like, parked out front for some reason. I don't yeah. know if he was, like, with his kids or something. Uh, I think, like, just his his girlfriend or wife maybe was driving him. And, like, we have a few comics who that's the case <laughs> with them. Like, they get dropped off by their significant other. They come right. in, they do it real fast. They hop in the car and bounce. Yeah. He hadn't been there all night. And I was like, he's not going to be able to top 
any like this, yeah. what's he gonna do especially like not seeing the rest of the show not knowing that everybody was like really pulling out all the stops and he came in and it was maybe the best set I've I ever did, yeah. seen I would it, it was unfucking believable and he had these like peaks and valleys too oh man where he would do like little like lectures about you know the way the world works uh-huh. and you and you could hear a pin drop yeah and then he would and you thought he was just like talking to you and yeah. then he would stick a joke in there, like a, a callback, and the room would just explode. Yeah, he would go like one or two minutes at a time without any laughs. Yeah. And intentionally. I mean, it's not like he was trying. Well, he was building to something. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't know that. Yeah. It was nuts. That you was just thought nuts he one. was like talking about, uh, I don't know, wealth inequality or whatever. Right, right, right. But he was setting up this like, the whole thing was crazy. It was like all these great jokes. And then at the end, you realize that the whole thing had a through line. Right. Like, yeah. The beginning was the end. It's it's hard to yeah, explain. Yeah, it was like a Tarantino movie. Yeah, yeah. very nonlinear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one of those shows where I was like, "This is this is the coolest show in New York." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, like yeah, this is know. unreal what we're doing back here, and we never, you know, we never really got. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Harry Connablu, by the way. That was the that was the one where the guy the the um, the uh, the guy from uh, ruins everything. Oh, Adam ruined yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't that one. Uh, well, there was one where Harry Connablu. Yeah, sure. But Harry it was Kinda a it was a it was a very good show. Yes, and then he right. got yeah, up yeah. and he like told his first joke. It bombed, and then he just started screaming at everybody about how <laughs> famous he is. And then he complained about how he had to go on like l- Conan. Late show. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, "I'm going on Conan, and they're making me do stand up when really I should be like a guest. I should be on panel." Like, like on that level, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and he's like, "Fuck Conan" or whatever. And then Dan Saint Germain went up yeah. and was like, "I, I like Conan. Yeah, I'd I like love to go on Conan." <laughs> well, he nice. had been. I yeah, was right, like, right. I, "I like going on Conan." <laughs> Did uh, is that the one you were talking about though? Was that the one where Sean licked your face coming off stage? Um, no, it, he was it was going on stage. He just walked in and just like licked my entire face, <laughs> which is hilarious. No one else saw it because though. he doesn't know who I am. By the way, <laughs> right. I saw him the other day and he was just like what? what? I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, well, <laughs> and just kept walking. He doesn't know me. He just like licked some guy's face. <laughs> oh man, uh, what do you think? Well, so we when we started it, it like started out really well. We kind of I don't know how we did that. Do you know how we did that? How did it start uh, out I mean, so good? We tried a bunch of shit. Like I don't know. We we put up flyers. We did Facebook ads and shit. But I think early on it was like there's still I still believe this to be true that most comedy shows are fucking horrible. Like from like <laughs> yeah. the entire show is unwatchable mostly. And it's like oh I know so and so has a popular podcast. I'll put them on the show. Right. And they stink. You know because mm-hmm. it's not. A podcast, yeah, and uh, we just only booked like headliners, mm-hmm. only killers, and I think people got the message like immediately. I think we also did some. I think early on we did. I mean, we weren't like lying to anyone, but I think we like padded our resume a bit when we were like reaching out to people originally. And also, I don't know if you remember, but we had um, we had like a deal or a tentative deal with like my damn channel. Do you remember that? Like mm, where they were going to like yeah. broadcast the show live onto their YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, and so we were like, you know, we would include that information and in how we like worked at Late Show, even well, though we weren't currently working at Late Show. We're like, we worked at Letterman. We're, what we had, we're staff writers at Letterman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We had like a lot of uh, like coworkers and shit. Yeah, that that we knew. So we just it was just people we knew in the audience at first. Yeah, yeah. but like it was enough. Like it was enough. The first one I remember 
was like had a good enough audience and then also just like had enough really good comics that I don't think we told any of them it was our first show either. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. Sure. They just came and did it and they're like, oh, that worked out pretty well. And it was just yeah. like a great lineup and it just uh, just kept going. Uh, why, uh, we talked a little bit about it already. We switched to that 17 Frost place. Uh, I thought was to try to make money, like where we're selling booze, right? Like, wasn't that the initial why we went? Do you remember? I mean, that was part of it, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember why we stopped? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, well, there. nothing worked, and like it was uh, a terrible room for comedy too. Really, yeah, it was cool. Like people, people still tell me how cool they thought like that was. You know that space. It's a cool spot. Yeah, yeah, but it but was it, just like it was because like, it was like the walls were padded, right? For because they did music in there and they didn't want to like be assholes to their neighbors. Mm-hmm. So like. The, the the laughter of the audience did not travel well. So, like, I remember Pat Dixon, which well, I don't know what the hell we were thinking, but he was hosting a show, and uh, he, like, thought he was bombing, you know, just because he couldn't hear anyone laughing. But people, we were, like, out in the audience, people were laughing, and then he just got mad at the audience <laughs> because he thought they weren't laughing. Always started, a great move. Yeah, yeah. You know? always, always. So, so many people do that. They, like... Oh, God. Why? Like, what's yeah, what's like, wrong with not, you? Yeah. Like, is that going to fix it? Yeah. Are, are you going to dig yourself out of this hole by screaming at people? It's like the guy in the L train who's always begging for money. And if you don't give him anything, he's like, oh, oh, too cool to give me money. Oh, I got in that What's guy's that? face. You know once. that guy? Yeah. yeah, I really I did a set. He's he's a white guy, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. He uh, I did a set and I bombed really hard. So I just I like walked right out of the venue and I walked down the street and I saw him and he pulled that <laughs> shit with me. And I just, I just, yeah, he's, I just like, like, he's like, really, really? Yeah, You're not yeah. gonna give I me just anything? stomped in his face like that. And he, and then he called me the N word. <laughs> oh I just like stomped, just like startle him. And then he called me the fucking N word. It was weird. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I hate that guy. Because yeah, there's nothing like wrong with him or anything like he doesn't seem like he's addicted to heroin or anything. no 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 he's a he's young youngish oh, okay yeah, i haven't like seen 30s, that 30s yeah. yeah there was he, an old homeless guy in my neighborhood who called me the n-word once and i was like this is confusing <laughs> <laughs> i i hate like the other day i, I helped a, a blind guy across the street it was like wow Can anybody help me very nice. yes. How about that? until i'm like halfway across the street and he goes do you have any money and i'm like <laughs> I go. Uh, you cheapened this. I was like, I'm uh, sorry. I was just at the gym. I'm like wearing, you know, basketball yeah. shorts. I don't have any. I don't bring my wallet. And he goes <laughs> in my face. And then he goes, Damn, he got you. <laughs> he goes, I don't have anything on me. And I was like, fuck you. And I just left him in the middle of the street. Like, suck my dick, dude. Are you serious? Like, I don't even think he was blind, really. Wow. I think this was like an elaborate grift. Just yeah, like, yeah. Did he have the stick at least? Yeah, he had the stick and the okay. sunglasses. Wow. And, and a dog or anything? No. No. Okay, just a stick. This was like this was like two days ago. Weird. Um, well, anyway, back to what we were talking about. We, don't so we don't help people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the, that's, the, that's the lesson for today. Uh, we switched back to Cantina after 17 Frost, and we started doing it twice a month. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember why we stopped doing it twice a month? Probably nobody came. I well, assume. what we realized was I think it like just kind of thinned out. Like you just kind of had two mediocre, mediocre audiences instead of one really good one. I think that's why we right. stopped. So that's my my lesson to anyone starting a show is uh, monthly is the is the way to go. I was always really happy we did it monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we wrecked that, or I wrecked that scooter. Do you remember? Do you have any recollections of that evening? I remember you leaving and then coming back, and your pants were in like ribbons, <laughs> and you were like, "I don't feel so good," and your your whole leg was just open. 
and so and then you went upstairs with Julio and you came back and you had like a fucking like makeshift yeah. yeah like a cast on well, and then we all went to another bar <laughs> that's right on the scooter no no we didn't ride the scooter we, uh, we did we went down to uh, whatchamath thing uh, Levy Levy yeah uh, what were some of the weirder incidents you recall from uh, besides that one uh, from Cantina Remember when they had like mm. children's? To- they were set up like a daycare in the back. Yeah, we got there one time and they just had like Whoa. like a like a. Did, did they have discovery zones where you guys grew up? That was yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, so that was, that's what it like looked like in the back. Yeah, that there. was uh, Julio was dating the woman who had whose scooter you wrecked, Ooh, and she was buddy. doing daycare in the back. And I think uh, way illegal. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing like we—they're not doing this anymore. Like the place isn't just, even that. Just so, like, kids crawling around on bags of coke. And- <laughs> oh my god, that's a terrible, terrible situation. Um, and then the pandemic happened, uh, and then we did some shows because uh, Cantina closed down, mm-hmm. and we did some shows at Blank Street Coffee. And uh, how much did those guys suck? Yeah, they—I mean, when you do a show, almost every venue you take comedy to it sucks yes because everybody like climbs up your ass and explains to you how to do it right and and they don't know what they're talking about you know they like they want to charge right an astronomical amount of money and then you know drink minimums and stuff and it's like this isn't a club yeah people aren't gonna do that no you're you're like a weird restaurant or something mm-hmm. or, or a re- weird bar where you've decided to yeah, allow every, us to do this everybody's already mad at you like out the gate when you start a comedy show, you know, yeah. even though they agreed to do it. Right. Yeah. How treating us like shit is going to help. I don't know. Well, yeah. th- those guys from Blank Street. Well, then I found out it, it was like a weird, you know, uh, what's that called? Where you like where really rich people have an idea and then they it was like a venture capitalist thing. Did you read that? About Blank Street yeah, Coffee. Yeah, wasn't it like a religious thing? Is it? I don't know. Ooh, it's a it, cult? Yeah, it felt like a cult. Wow. It did feel like a cult. Those like guys culty. were weird as fuck yeah. that we worked with there. And then uh, I remember they, they wouldn't let us uh, like use the use bathroom. Use the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it, like, it was like the height of COVID hysteria uh, or whatever. And also they were like redoing the inside. and like. But they like, had a bathroom. It's like, okay, well, everybody's just going to piss on the ground like yeah. you know that's gonna happen the piss has to go somewhere you're selling everybody drinks weren't they <laughs> no no they wouldn't let us drink alcohol either um, but was it but then it? they their friends but they were always hammered I know well they, they and then they let their friends who came to the <laughs> they show they drank it all yeah they let their friends who came to the show bring alcohol yeah and then we just started doing it too we were like well fuck them we're gonna goddamn drink too you yeah. know but yeah those guys are weird as fuck Really hated those guys. And if you're listening, fuck you. How about that? <laughs> fuck you, Blank Street Coffee. Don't drink their coffee either. Uh, <laughs> um, so then we started, or I, so then I was able to start, and I got us like lined up at uh, Gold Sounds, which that place ended up sucking too. But uh, and so we went back to indoor, but then you decided to step away. Why? Um, because it wasn't doing anything for me. I feel like uh, people were using me for for uh for spots and not returning the favor mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not like i wasn't delivering like right. i was getting laughs and shit everybody just kind of felt entitled to be on the shows and uh i don't know what oh also the other thing is like it bred resentment for from people who weren't on the show right so if like somebody's like let me be on the show and you gotta kind of be like well you know we only really book like tippy top comedians yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get a TV credit. 
Well, fuck it. I don't give a shit about a TV credit. I'm just saying it's like, a good starting right, point. Right, though, better bits. Yes, obviously, the, yeah. the problem with comedy uh, in general is that there are all these shows. And it's fine if you have like a show that's that's meant for uh, open micers, like it's mm-hmm. an you know um, amateur show or whatever. But there are so many shows that that build themselves as like big time shows, important shows, and sell tickets, mm-hmm. and you know uh, have drink minimums and stuff. And the lineups are terrible because the politics around booking is just insane. It's like, oh, this is my friend, or they were they were on TV. Right, And right. they, you know, it's like, cool, you ate shit on uh, Seth Meyers. And yeah. now, like, <laughs> that doesn't count for anything. For no, me. right. So it's like, there, there were all these people, and, and a lot of people that I liked and I thought had potential and stuff, but it's just like, be honest with yourself. You've been doing right. it for three years. You don't have, like, a super tight 10 minutes. I'm not going to put you on after... You know, Michelle Wolf right. or whatever. I'm not going to uh, make my show come to a dead stop just because, like, that's what you do. Yeah. Right. Just trade Cause, spots. Because you're friends with somebody else. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we And then there, there were so many people like that where it's like, okay, well, now I can't do this show because that person's right. enraged. Yeah. 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 And it, it was like that everywhere. So that yeah. was one of the reasons. And then the people that I was putting up weren't. You know, reciprocating. Yeah, in any conceivable way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> fuck it. It wasn't getting me anywhere. It's like it. It, it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. We had I mean, to we do had a lot of shit for it. We had friends, you know, that were really good though too, and like maybe didn't have the following, and we would try to have at least one of them up, like. Per show, yeah, I, I don't thought. give a fuck about following. I don't give a fuck about no, no, I know, Twitter you, followers or podcasts or anything. I mean, there's people who who can write jokes and there's people that can't. And there's and and it's crazy that that idea is still just insane to people. They don't understand it. They're like, what are you talking about? No, you have to have you know this headliner. It's like, well, that headliner's been bombing all over the city for for eight years or whatever. Yeah, and they're just grandfathered in. Yeah, it's like do, no, they're mm-hmm. a name. Yeah, you know. Everybody knows who this person is. It's like, and they hate them. Why do we keep doing this? You know, <laughs> yeah. and then I can take somebody who nobody knows, throw them up and just watch them level a room because yeah. they know how to write a joke, you know, and uh, CW comes to mind. He was always, sure. yeah, I mean, that guy has no following because he keeps deleting his goddamn well, he <laughs> yeah, he's But yeah, but you unhinged. put him in front of a crowd, man, he fucking crushes. Of course. And people are like, holy shit. But yeah. Um, so then we, uh, then Gold Sounds, that place screwed me, as, uh, as we mentioned, they like just totally fucked, fucked off. And then, uh, we went to Cobra Club, uh, did the show there for a while. What were some pros and cons that you found there at that venue? Well, I mean, you were doing it at that point. I mean, one of my, one of my like big complaints in general was hosting. Hosting sucks. Yeah. You have to come up, start cold. You have to like amp everybody up. People don't see you as a comedian. They're Which like, is weird. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing, I was hosting for years. And then at a Cobra Club, I told you guys, I don't want to fucking do that anymore. And that's great. Then I get to get, <laughs> then I, then I get to get up and, and crush. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I don't have to fucking like. Well, the, you were, the, you, you, you know, I feel like, do you feel like the years you spent hosting, how long, how long did you host the show solely? Do you remember? Yeah, like, I, I mean, you still like four years, probably. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that was like really worthwhile, though? No, you feel, really, not no, at all. I won. No, it sucked. Everything about it sucks. <laughs> the, not beneficial. Whatsoever. No, no, not at all. You're always like you're in quicksand. You're just trying to get your head your head up, you know. And uh, one of the things that sucks about hosting is like 
if they don't like you, you got to go up six more times. <laughs> yeah, you can't just bail. Yeah, you can't yeah, just right. peace out. Yeah, so, well, that's uh, it. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> you can't try new stuff because you got to like try stuff that's definitely going to hit. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's awful. Well, I've, I felt like you always kept it at a good energy, especially the cantina years. I mean, I guess that was the only place you hosted, really. Oh, no, you hosted the outdoor ones, too. But, yeah, no, I felt, I felt, I always felt like you, 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 you delivered well. It's interesting to hear that you think no, that you didn't. It's, or... I mean, it's, it's a thankless job. Right. It's just well, I know, like, I get you know... the, like, outside of the moment parts that you're, you know, bitching about. But, like, I feel like in the moment, you, you, you seem to really excel at it. But, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm a particularly good host. I don't do crowd work. I don't. You know, that's I mean? great because I hate crowd work. So yeah, me too. But, <laughs> yes, but some some audiences like demand it. Like some audiences are like, you got to fucking talk to us. Do you feel like ours did? I felt like we had a very no, it's, savvy. It's, it's case by case. Yeah. It's like every you know. Well, now we're now we're done with the show. Okay. No, 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 not with the podcast. With the show. With why? Why are we ending good for you? Uh, for the uh, for me for the same reasons I I said before I don't know it seems like a lot of work um, for not much reward Cantina's dead so yeah. we don't have the party anymore you yeah. know what I mean even if we did I'm like old now so I need to stay out all fucking night you can't until do found five in the Molly at the yeah. at the bar anymore uh, can't hang out with little kids yeah, yeah. in the back room <laughs> right it's it's also just kind of it's starting to peter out it's gonna die completely well we right. That was the other thing. Shoot it in the head. When people ask me, I usually, you know, cite the cantina thing. I'm like, well, you know, that was such a big part of it and that's closed. So, like, it feels like it's not really the same from, like, a branding. But you hate to say the word branding, but just from, like, a an identity thing, you know. Mm. And then the, uh, you know, and then, uh, like, you, you'd rather end it when it's still doing good as opposed to let it just fade away. That's yeah. kind of what I felt, too. So, but, yeah. Uh, who were some of your favorites that have done the show? I mean, you mentioned a bunch already. I mean, there's a million. Like, they're, they're all my favorites. That's why I booked them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I asked people <laughs> to be on the show. Were you at the one where uh, Joe Para, uh, like, there were, like, bouncy balls back there, I'm guessing, from when the kids <laughs> <laughs> were using it? And he got into, like, a he was throwing the balls back and forth with audience members. Do you remember that? Were you at no, that I one? No, I wasn't there. Ah, man. I guess sometimes you did have to, like, work or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was a fun one. And then the Sean thing, Soder, Roy, uh, Michelle Wolf, obviously. It's really interesting. So we had like Michelle Wolf, who you know went on to do the uh, you know the last time they ever let a comedian do the uh, the correspondence. Dinner. Yeah, yeah. Did did she ever do it after that? Do what? Good for you? Yeah. No, no, I, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, I think she's L.A. now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, she got like a TV show and shit, and like you know. Well, and then. Um, uh, you know, and then the one uh, what's her face is nominated for like a an Emmy, and then we also had Chrissy Mayer who uh, stormed the Capitol. So we've got like a good, yeah. good, nice. I don't mix. think she stormed it. <laughs> she like, she oh. went in there, didn't she? She didn't go into the I Capitol. She did, yeah. No, and then she no. claimed she was like a reporter, and you're like, no, no we know what's no, going on. No, she was on. there. Okay, like you know, at the big Trump rally. All right. I mean, she's insane. I'm not yeah. like defending her. Do you want to name any of your least favorites to ever do the show? Uh, Harry Kondabolu. Uh, yeah, he was my biggest regret to do the show because, like, he sucks and he was, like, in town and, like, asking people if he could be on the show or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And we were like, all right, well, this is what I'm talking about. Harry Kondabolu is famous, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he's a big name. 
but he he is incapable of doing comedy. Like he is <laughs> incapable of writing a joke. So it's like you just throw him up there and you're like, well, he he's a draw. And it's like, wait, why do you why do we need to do that? We yeah. already have an audience, right? And now and now it like. Um, it compromises our agreement with the audience that we're right. always going to vet these people, and make sure they're hilarious. You know. Yeah. Anybody else on your do not book list? I mean, there's many people, but do you I don't want to remember. Name you don't want to name. I don't, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, any bad things about working with me? Yeah, everything. You're, okay. a, you're All a nightmare. Right. All right. Do you want to describe any of them? I mean, this would be a whole other fucking podcast. Are you kidding me? You get fucking wildly angry all the time. You oh, fucking man. you argue with me about booking constantly. All uh, right. Well, good thing this good. is coming to an end. Then. Yeah. Uh, any good things? Mm -mm. No. Okay. No. Good no. Thing. Pass. Next question. Uh, what are you gonna? What are you? What are you gonna do with the last one? You got anything crazy planned? You gonna? You gonna? No, tell I don't me? know. I gotta figure it out. Because remember, yeah. you had something kind of crazy planned. Oh yeah, I do. I mean, I, you do have something crazy. Planned. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, what's next for us, or for you, or for? Are we gonna do another show? Mm. Do you want to do another show? What should we do? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah? Maybe do another bar show or something or a, a club show. Well, I think we have, you know, as far as I know, we have something lined up, right? Like, we have, like, we could start something in the spring at... at the uh, same venue? At Rockwood, yeah. I could see if that deal's still good. That was offered to us by a guy who's no longer with the company. Ah. But we could see... That's crazy. That... When we had a show at uh, Parkside Lounge, same thing happened. They kept firing everybody that we, <laughs> we were working with. <laughs> I really liked that venue. I really liked uh, Parkside's great. Yeah, yeah. A cool it was place. the same situation where we had to like pay to rent it out, and then they would like film a movie there, and they'd be like, "Oh, you can't do your show." I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then like, there's a woman that worked there that was an absolute nightmare. Well, first there was a guy who was really cool, and he loved us, and he was like, "I'm gonna get you a beer sponsorship. We're gonna have, you know what I mean? I'm gonna get you paid a lot of money. We're gonna get, we're gonna get this going." And then they like. And then he left because everybody there was kind of a dick. And they they replaced him with this woman who was like in love with John Newman, but hated the rest of us. Hated uh, our band. Just hated them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Friend of the pod, John Newman. Wow. I mean, he, I, I love John Newman. He's a very Newman. nice man. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say I like him more than like you guys, though. Okay. <laughs> No, she wanted to have sex with him. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, so last show, it's at uh, Rocket Music Hall. Uh, it is at, uh, it is this coming Saturday. February 4th. February 4th. It is at 7 p.m., doors at 6, and tickets are $10. And as of the time of taping this episode, there are still some available, but it is selling out. Uh, we've sold a lot of tickets. How many people does it sit? Well, so because we're using the maximum amount of seating because it's a comedy show and I feel like we should, uh, it does take the like amount of people that can fit in there down a bit. But I think it's like 120 oh, wow. that we can have with the seating or okay. uh, not seating for 120, but like that's how many total people we can have in there seating like 50 or 40 or 50. Um, but yeah, should be a fun time. Uh, and it's. I feel like people look at the uh, list of performers and are worried it's going to be a uh, like five-hour show, but I don't know how. Yeah, there are like 20 people. Yeah, there are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know how we got the names we got to agree to only do four minutes, but I told them that's what's happening. So <laughs> what are we going to do, light them at three? That just feels yeah. insane, No, right? I mean, other shows do that. <laughs> yeah? That's more time than they get on like... 
50 first jokes or like oh yeah yeah i guess you're right well that'll be interesting it's a completely new format at a completely different venue than we've ever done so (laughs) it could it could just be a wreck i don't know we'll see um but first time we've done it in manhattan true Ah. yeah so that'll be that's why not true though we did it at uh stand-up new york once didn't we did we count that that? technically wow you're right yeah i'm wrong Mm. this sucks (laughs) uh tell us about your movie uh, I'm making a movie. It's a horror movie. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to know? <laughs> I'm making a short film about the internet, a horror movie. What's, uh, I read, I read an early version of the script and it was yeah. fantastic. It was way worse back then. I think it's, <laughs> okay, I think it's well, way if it's better, better now, now. I'm yeah. really excited. Uh, it's, I, I'm, I am genuinely excited to see it. You, you've, you've offered to let me read newer versions of the script, but I've kind of decided I'd rather just see it once it's done. It's kind of like how I did with uh, the last one you guys did. I'd, I'd rather just kind of see it, you know, once. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, that was, it, it that hits was, you better. that was Garrett's movie. I'm, you know, I got to be in it, but this one I'm, I actually wrote and, and am like trying to direct. So, yeah. And you're yeah. in this one too, right? Yeah. Are you the main character? No. CW is oh. the, CW is the main character. Or maybe Elon. I don't know. Depending on how you look at it. Oh, uh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the lookout for this. What's yeah. it called? It's called cringe. Cringe. Uh, yeah. Probably gonna have to do another like GoFundMe because it's bleeding me dry financially. So, look out for that. All right, go. For, yeah, where can people find that? <laughs> just, just I don't know. Follow me on Instagram. What's uh, what's your handle? Ian Hunt Comic. Very good. Very creative. Yeah. Very nice. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll burn this whole place to the ground. Ian, thank you for being here. Uh, it was Thanks great for to having have me. you. Uh, and have a great day, everybody. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Talking Schmidt is recorded at Burmeister Studios in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Opening music is by Greg Burmeister. Closing music is by Dave Hill, friend of the pod. Our intern is Jason Travis. If you like what you've heard, please like, follow, and write a review for us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you didn't like it, please keep listening to it, but keep your opinions to yourself. If you really liked it, you can find bonus episodes over on our Talking Schmidt Patreon page. Membership is just $5 per month, and it goes a long way to buy us the equipment and bourbon we need. Thanks in advance, and hope you're doing great.